Welcome to twoquestions.tv. With me today is Julie Cantor, an inspiring woman in business. Twoquestions.tv. Brief questions, deep knowledge for executives, entrepreneurs, and small business owners. Welcome to twoquestions.tv. I'm Susan Barancini Mo. Joining me today is another one of our inspiring women in business. Julie Cantor is a high powered attorney who holds both a law and a medical degree. And she recognized a need for women in business as she shuttled reams of files to and from court, which sparked the inspiration to create Harlan, the world's only luxury work bag line. Hi, Julie. Welcome to the show. Hi, Susan. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. I am so happy to have you as one of our inspiring women in business. Talk to me about your journey. Where'd you start? Um, I started at a law firm, exactly what you said. I had graduated from medical school and had, I was kind of ready, ready to join the workplace. And I was on these amazing cases where I wanted to keep working on them. So I would <laughs> books and journals and all of these kinds of things with me. And it just sort of came to be a lot. And I tried to find a really great bag and I found a great tote, but then the bottom started sagging because it was so heavy. And I found a wheelie bag, but it was too small. And the one that was really big just didn't kind of have any style to it. So I thought, man, I wish I could find something that kind of merged all of the utilitarian functions that you really need with some style, even just a little style, like something, just something that you can put your own signature on and have it work in a conservative environment or a really funky environment, something that kind of goes all over the place. So the idea came to me and actually also being um, a doctor and having that medical background, I was, I read an article in the New York Times about how women carry so much stuff in their bags, like me. Yeah. You start to get neck pain and shoulder problems and you know spinal issues. So I thought, well, if we could just make a really terrific, like awesome rolling bag, maybe there'd be some people who fit into that category, whether they're working in you know any yeah. kind of environment where that's an office or not, but they would just have that as their go-to so they can spend most of the time wheeling it around as opposed to um, having to carry it. So those ideas came to me and then I thought, well, I would love to just do this locally to support the community and to figure out how um, you know, I can do it and I can be, obviously I, I live in the LA area so I can be here more easily than anywhere else. Right. So I tried to do that locally and the complexity of these bags and the materials that we that I sourced um, and like the level of meticulousness and handcrafted artisanship and I just wanted it to be um, really deserving of these amazing women who would carry them and wheel them. So I ended up um, going to Italy mm. and that was kind of an you know an amazing trek and a journey and a chapter in terms of being able to um, figure this out and really put it together. Italy's always a magical trip. <laughs> it? Yeah, it's so great. Yeah. I, mean, it's, it, I guess if you have to go somewhere, yeah. it's not a bad place to go. So. Darn, I have to go to Italy to source some materials for this. But, oh, well, yeah, I'll go. <laughs> oh, Italy. Yeah, so oh. definitely not complaining. Could have been a lot worse. Sure. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's no no complaints there but it was um definitely a, a labor of love and i'm so proud of what 
our artisans have crafted and what we've created, you know, together as this international team of artisans, designers, um, you know, firms that make, you know, you, you wouldn't think that there's a family that for 40 years has been focused entirely on zippers. And oh, wow. they <laughs> the world's best zippers. And then they even within that have the top of their line. So we use the top of the line of the world's best zippers. So they have both that functionality, they're not gonna let you down. And they're just like, wow, those are awesome. So we kind of hit the sweet spot there. That's amazing. That's amazing. Are there other stories like that? Little pieces oh my of gosh. The um, there are just, you know, endless stories. I mean, um, one that I like to tell people, some people ask, you know, why didn't you name the line after yourself? Mm. And I thought, I don't know, I guess I could have done that. It just didn't, I thought it would be more interesting to name it after somebody else. And so I ended up naming the line after my grandparents, Harriet mm. and Lenny, my maternal grandparents, who have an amazing story of style and being kind of standouts. My, you know, my grandmother always had an interesting red carpet and black and white furniture. And she was very like, I don't care if anybody, you know, I don't need people to like it. I just like it. And that was really kind of inspiring to me to just be there and be who you want to be. And my grandfather, and she always worked by the way. And my oh, grandfather wow. started um, a girls softball and basketball league, a sports league on Long Island where they where they lived in you know the 50s and the 60s and I asked him once I said you know why why did you do that it wasn't we're in a moment now where women's empowerment is you know everybody's on board and it's a, obviously something that needs to be addressed around the world but, but it wasn't then no this was oh. 1958 and I said to him you know, where did you get this idea? And he had two daughters, one of the daughters being my mother. Mm -hmm. And he said, um, there wasn't anything for the girls. And I didn't think it was fair. Oh, so I yay, thought, grandpa. Yeah, <laughs> nice. We have, you know, this certificate that he got, this certificate of, of you know, merit for, find, for founding this. So I thought that that was really inspirational and to channel their emphasis on education and equality and style all at the same time made good sense. So that's, that's a little bit of the story behind the brand. And, you know, the other thing is that um, these bags come together in such an amazing way. They are put together at one of the finest um, ateliers really in, in Italy. It's in the north. And when I visited there, you know, you see everybody who comes through there in terms of labels and it is, I can just tell you, it's top of the top there. Mm -hmm. I'm so fortunate to have them work with us. It's really quite unbelievable. Um, but each bag has so many different parts to it that there are different ateliers that create the hardware, that create the zippers. The zipper pull is a custom patented pull that I created with a team in both Italy and here. Um, so everything has a story and a richness to it. And if you can imagine for a second, me driving around Italy in my, you know, a, one of those small European cars, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, which are, they're great, so efficient, but you know, driving around with multiple GPSs, trying to figure out where I'm going, very broken Italian and having to make like a million U-turns on this one street called Leonardo da Vinci street 
because that's where I was supposed to be. But it turns out there were like five Leonardo da Vinci <laughs> and I couldn't find the right one. So I'm like making these U-turns on these tiny, you know, little mountainside roads. And I'm, thinking, so little. I'm gonna fall off. I'm going to fall off the mountain. And that's gonna be somebody will find me and be like, she tried to make these career pieces and <laughs> on the side of the mountain in Italy. I thought, well, at least I gave it my all. So uh, but lots, you know, lots of stories like that. And the people that I met in Italy and the people that we work with are just these really amazing families who've been doing what they do, like plating in palladium, just a piece of something for literally generations. So you get all of that history and all of that artisanship um, in a Harlan, and we're so proud of that. That is really cool. So one of the things I like to ask our inspiring women in business is, what advice do you have for women who want to start their own business and, and who, or who are in the process of starting their own business? Um, keep going. That would be one because there are a lot of uh, turns and I wouldn't say obstacles, but there's a lot of definitely maneuvering. So you have to be kind of nimble in that and always be willing to kind of revise an idea and think about, okay, well, I can't, you know, I know sort of generally where I want to go, so how am I going to get there? We have to navigate and think about the, the new situations. Um, and so much of it is, you know, having that really positive energy and focusing on those goals and also really putting energy into the, you know, the relationships that you make along the way. Um, you know, one example of that is uh, I went to a trade show a number of years ago and I met this lovely family that makes parts for luggage and I kind of kept them in the back of my mind and sort of worked with them a little bit and then at one point in this journey we had a, a Skype actually and I was I showed them my prototypes and I said I'm trying to do this and they said oh okay well you know what if we we could make the interiors for that and we could make this part and then our colleagues down the road could do this and so it was a lot of you know connecting with people yeah. and being open to you know just sharing those ideas with people and and uh being lucky enough to have them want to be part of that vision that's amazing so bonus question so do you yeah. still practice law or is the Har harlan is your thing is it a side gig how does it all work together it's, it's a great question. Um, no, Harlan is my, my thing and it's a full-time okay. situation, but I um, have been fortunate enough to be a member of the adjunct faculty at UCLA Law School for a number of years, like since 2005 with a short hiatus okay. in there as well. So I've been doing that just to have a little bit of a different outlet to use different parts of my brain. Um, and I teach, I taught in the fall a course on health law and policy. Mm -hmm. And I have taught, and this semester I'm teaching reproductive rights, medical ethics, and the law. And those tap into wow. lots of legal work that I've done in the past, yeah. whether it's writing amicus briefs or representing clients in court or working on expert work. Just a lot of things that I have in my back pocket that I can draw from and bring to bear on, on those topics. And um, you know, with those topics, I've also been able to present from time to time to doctors about issues in law and medicine. So I do what's called grand rounds, and mm -hmm. I'm always carrying a Harlan or rolling a Harlan. <laughs> it's what you need to, to do these kinds of, Absolutely. of um, engagements. So I have that, and then I do my presentations, and it's really 
it's so much fun to talk with doctors about what they're doing and to be able to navigate some of these legal issues with them. Um, it's really, you know, I feel like I'm a little bit of, um, you know, a navigator and I can sort of think, oh, okay, well, here's an idea and you can present that to them and they can consider how that would work in their clinical practice. So between that, I'm really tapped out. That's enough. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say that is a lot, but it sounds like it's kind of fun on both sides. Yeah. And you know what? I think maybe for people who um, are really entrepreneurial at heart, they're always thinking creatively, they're always seeing another angle, that it might be good to have that, you know, kind of nurture your Renaissance soul rather than, you know, berate yourself, like, how come I'm not just this just embrace yes. it and say okay well what i this is me and i have different interests and sometimes um you know they they all kind of overlap in my life they're all sort of thematic but um you know there are people who are, do completely different things like they you know surf and then they're a dentist or whatever right and i think it's important especially now um with the you know it's a such a fast news cycle and there's just it's overwhelming to be able to really nurture all of those parts of yourself or at least some of them and to be able to say okay I'm going to accept my you know renaissance self and just be able to figure out how I can nurture that and how I can divide my day to hit those marks or how I can divide my week if it's not possible to do things every day in all of those spheres so that's kind of what I think is instead of having that voice say hmm why can't you focus more uh, <laughs> I try to be more positive and say, okay, well, right now I'm going to focus on this and that's Harlan. And then this piece of it, I'm going to schedule, you know, to do a talk in, uh, in April or something like that. So I'll be, you know, giving grand rounds in April, in April to a pediatrics um, a department. So it's, you know, things like that, that I think lots of people do. And, you know, I think it's just the world we live in now where we're not kind of lockstep for 30 years and yeah. then you get a gold watch. So you just have yeah. to yeah. who you are and, and be kind to yourself <laughs> and, yeah. and along the way. I love that because I do multiple things and I think it is, and, and it is looking for those kind of what I call pockets of passion and mm -hmm. finding where are you in that pocket and, and what parts of your life are the most important to you and, and finding ways to balance those so you get to do all the things you want. And it did. You're absolutely right. I had that same conversation with myself about why am I not like everyone else? And, and there was a day when I went, I don't have to be. It's fine. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> yeah, you're totally good. And I, yeah. I remember, I think somebody, it might have been like, you know, maybe Maria Shriver said something like, you know, you can't do absolutely everything at the same time. And there's right. something very wise about that, that, you know, you definitely can do a couple of things that you maybe you can't do your whole bucket list or your wish yeah. list. Um, yeah. Give yourself a break that, you know, you're doing the best you can and you're doing things as well as you can possibly do them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Julie, thank you for joining me today. It's been a pleasure. Susan, it was so much fun. I hope to see you again soon. I agree. We will have to get together in LA and I would love that. I see love what it. we can see. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me on your program. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Viewers, there will be a link to Julie's website in the show notes for today down below. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. This has been twoquestions.tv. To subscribe to our YouTube channel, learn more about the show, the guests, 
and our host, Susan Barancini Mo, visit us at www.twoquestions.tv.